and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow. And this is Colorado. All right, guys. Big Joe, the J&K podcast here. What is going on, everybody? Now, as a special kind of, uh, I figured, you know, we're getting close to the holidays. It is uh, December 18th today. I figured as a little early Christmas gift to our regular and loyal listeners here, that we would uh, turn the clock back a couple of years to back to when Carl and I used to do online internet radio and we had the very very special pleasure to interview mr jeff jarrett former wwf at the time intercontinental champion founder of global force wrestling uh, tna wrestling and we had the opportunity to interview him and we are going to play that for you guys right now guys from rope to rope from post to post we bring you the best in pro wrestling action here on turnbuckle talk all right carl we're waiting for the uh, intro to finish here there we go yeah all right carl we've got uh, a huge guest uh, lined up here today thank you for uh, for lining this up for us we You're have welcome. mr jeff jarrett former wwf at the time yeah. intercontinental champion former uh, tna founder wrestler and now founder and owner of global force wrestling welcome to the show jeff Appreciate you uh, guys having me on, and it, it and it felt so Canadian when you the show opened at that <laughs> nice rock, rock, rock music. I said, "There's my, there's the Canadian boys. You always got to have some good metal." So thanks oh, for yeah. having me on. Thank you. Oh no, we appreciate you being on with us. It's it's a it's a great appreciation from us. We know how busy you are, and uh, time like this is always appreciated. All right, appreciate. Jeff. So, tell us a little bit about Global Force Wrestling. What's it about, and what's your what's your overall goal with the organization going forward? Well, it's no secret that you know me and 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 my family have been in the wrestling business for three generations, uh, a little over seventy years. We, we've been in, and so it's 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 what we do. And uh, at this time, you know, obviously, it's no secret that that uh, I left TNA December of two thousand thirteen. I knew it was mm-hmm. time to close that chapter of my life, and so. I, 
Uh, and I've told this story multiple times. I sat back and sort of uh, looked at the landscape of professional wrestling. I knew I wasn't getting out of the wrestling business by any means. And so I launched, you know, literally just the name, uh, April 2014. And then, you know, here here we are 16, 18 months later and, and, and a lot of water under the bridge uh, and it takes mm-hmm. time. But, you know, we, we and I've always uh, liked to be innovative, try things new. And so when I look back and, and look at, you know, it's not really the 800 pound gorilla, it's the 8,000 pound gorilla, WWE, exactly. got, you know, they got 90 north of 90% market share. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I sat back and looked and said, why don't I try to work with as many promotions as possible, um, to inch by inch, uh, get a little market share. Cause there's, there's great professional wrestling and, 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 and this is no disrespect for the WWE, but what they do, they do it better than anybody else. And they do sports entertainment. They created the term define the term. That is what they do. And their track record speaks for itself, but you know, there's a lot of great professional wrestling, uh, around the world, new Japan, pro wrestling, triple a, uh, loads and loads of independent pr- promotions. So I reached out and, you know, it, it just doesn't happen overnight, but I reached out and formed alliances and, and, and wanted to have a, a loosely fitting working relationship. Uh, and then as step-by-step went, you know, last, uh, we, we, we presented Russell kingdom nine, uh, to, to an audience, uh, in North America. And then with the flips app around the world. And that was really our, our, our first big co-production, uh, working with, with, with them. We obviously didn't have anything to do with, with the I'll call it the in-ring product, but we brought Jim Ross on board. Uh, and it was just, it was, I was blessed enough to be a part of that event as a wrestler. So it's really, really a special night. It's beginning of January, uh, th- this past January. And then we had the grand slam tour, which is, uh, our live events in 2015. We went to minor league ballparks all across the country. Uh, and it was really a grassroots initiative just to create the brand awareness. And then we, uh, launched the deal with the Orleans in Las Vegas, uh, and we were there July, August, October, and, and we've shot our episodes and we have 16 one hour episodes. And so it's really a, a, a step by step process, a process of building a, a wrestling organization from the ground up. And we continue to try to do unique, uh, innovative things. We've partnered with Ridge Rock Entertainment and we can talk about that in a little while. Uh, they've got mm-hmm. a movie coming out January uh, the eighth uh, nationwide. It's called The Mass Saint. It's one of Roddy Piper's last films, yes. and we are we've we've partnered with them, and we're pr- out promoting that movie. That's that's a lot of what I'm doing, and then we're kicking off uh, 2016 in a real special way. We got some really cool developments that I'll be able to share with with, with all the fans in t- 2016 first quarter. But we've got live events January. 22nd in Poughkeepsie, New York, January 23rd in uh, uh, Rahway, New Jersey. And so it's exciting, uh, but we're, we're building this company as a team and, and the AMP Army, uh, one fan, fan at a time and, and literally from the ground up. It, it almost fe- uh, feels like with this, I was I mentioned it with this uh, with you uh, last night, Carl, it, with Global Force, it almost seems like it, it, it almost reminds me of back in the days when, uh, when uh, with uh, WWF originally, it almost being kind of like, with, like the, the territory kind of a system. Is that something that you're kind of, uh, is that in the back of your mind with Global Force? Is, is that a similar kind of a thing that you're going after with this? Well, that's we almost grow, what it feels like. We, we, we all take different things from our past that we, you know, we are the sum total of our, of our, all of our past experiences. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I can see where a wrestling fan would draw that analogy, but times have changed and, and territories 
were exactly what the word said, said that, that you, you promote within a territory. You know, my mm-hmm. father promoted, uh, there were 22 regional promotions before cable television. And it, it, the, the United States w- was split up. For that matter, the world was split up. But but those days are long gone. So, uh, yes, I can see where you have the analogy. But, but you know, like tonight, Ring of Honor's got a pay-per-view uh, mm-hmm. up in Philadelphia. I just tweeted, uh, wish them all good luck. That's not to say that in Philadelphia, obviously, WWE is going to run. House of Hardcore runs. Global Force Wrestling's in talks to run. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're in New Jersey. So territories uh, isn't really appropriate. Working relationships is. And so that's yeah. something that excites me uh, that, that you know, because we're all connected, so much more connected. You know, you guys are in Canada. I'm mm-hmm. on my phone, just walked out of the gym, and we're talking <laughs> on Skype uh, yeah. to, 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 to around the world, literally around the world. And so the wrestling fan bases are connected instantaneously now. And I think that's a huge positive. And, and that's, that's a big part of what global force uh, is going to do and continue to do is bring different styles of wrestling all under one umbrella. Definitely. It does. Um, just to kind of go along with that whole, like branching everybody all together under one. Um, actually, you mentioned that we're up in Canada, which yes, we definitely are. And you had actually mentioned the masked saint that's going to be coming out. And the Mass Saint was actually filmed here, yep. where in Sault Ste. Marie, where we are. Yep. Um, oh yeah, wow! So, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool, you know, being able to see, you know, like Roddy Piper come in and, uh, you know, before passing and and helping out and and doing stuff with the show and doing stuff with the movie. And we actually had some local talent from Sault Ste. Marie that was included in the movie as well. So it was, oh, it was that, just how, an how, awesome experience. That how cool that the 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 uh, Brett Grandstaff the 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 writer the lead uh, he is the mass saint in the movie um, and and how ironic that th- through connections of a connections and we got connected through Hollywood because they're you know they Ridge Rock was actually executive producers on the Black uh, Johnny Depp's last movie Black Mass and you mm-hmm. know they're 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 a, a real big time production company and, and entertainment. But as ironic as be, uh, Gary Grandstaff and Brett are—it's a father-son. They, the Gary, grew up and they live, and and they've actually come back less than ten miles from my house. So it's it's really weird how we connected, and and they've yeah. traveled all over the country, and 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 mm-hmm. Brett the world, and and then we get connected on a wrestling movie, <laughs> and we end up being uh, actually neighbors. So it's been a it it, it turned into uh, basically a, a business. Um, you know, it, it was a business opportunity, but over the last three, four weeks or months, uh, it's almost become a passion project for me. And, and, yeah. and, you know, the premiere is here in Nashville on January 7th, and then it goes nationwide on the 8th. And, and when I watch the movie, and, and, you know, I don't know if you guys have got an opportunity to, to yet, see the trailer. And if anybody listening to this wants to see the trailer, it's all their social media platforms are at The Mass Saint. Uh, it's on YouTube. They've got a Facebook page. They got Twitter. But when I, when I watched it, I said, "This is something unique and special." Because we all know how wrestling movies in in the past they they all haven't been uh, uh, Oscar nominated. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, right, uh, right, right. Uh, but but this movie is 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 so good, and it's it it it, it treats professional wrestling with such integrity. Obviously, you know if you're a wrestler fan there, there's very few wrestling fans that aren't roddy piper fans but he does so good in this movie 
Um, you know, he, this is a real stretch for him. He plays an evil wrestling promoter. <laughs> I'm sure Roddy hadn't been around an evil wrestling promoter in his life, but anyhow, no. <laughs> he, he, he does it so well. It's based on real story, a true events, a, a pastor that was a journeyman wrestler before he got into the church and he had some internal struggles and, and then it plays out. And I sat down and watched it, uh, with, with Karen and the kids and watch, it's just, a, it's a really, it's a great family movie. It's a great wrestling movie. And if you're a Roddy Piper fan, you can't miss it. Uh, us being here in Canada, you know, Global Force, uh, do you have any plans to, to make like an impact here in Canada? Do you plan on bringing some shows uh, here to Canada? Because uh, yeah, there's, there's a huge fan base for wrestling here in Canada. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. I've known that great <laughs> Canadian fan base for over 20 years. But no, uh, absolutely. Um, we are. We we're, we're actually had those talks uh, this week. Uh, they started a couple of weeks ago. But no, Scott Damore, uh, partner, and, and, and he has a lot to do with international stuff. Uh, he was instrumental in the in the New Japan deal, and so uh, we've had two or three conversations this week, and and uh, I think you guys will be happy in 2016 because uh, Ontario. Uh, I don't have to yes. tell you, it is a hotbed of wrestling, and, and oh, has yes. been oh, for yeah. years and years and years. So yes, we're 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 looking forward to bringing uh, Global Force Wrestling to Canada in 2016. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, uh, just recently we had uh, one of your. Uh, one of the guys on your roster, uh, we had uh, Nick Aldis on. And uh, I'm just uh, curious, uh, Jeff, uh, how you go about um, scouting out talent. Uh, do, are, you, uh, are you going as far as maybe in pursuing maybe some of, uh, I know this might sound a little aggressive, but uh, pursue maybe some WWE talent possibly to, to bring over to Global Force? Well, as a promoter, the, the rule of thumb is you always keep your eyes open from talent, no matter where mm -hmm. they came from, no matter what the circumstances is. So, you know, good talent's good talent. And, and I've learned being in the business as a wrestler and, and the son of a promoter, the cream always rises to the top. Uh, but for me to name out names, it doesn't do me any good because other promoters are going to be looking and, and may, may, may approach them. But no, um, the, the, the main things that I always look at is, is, is how serious do they take it? Do they really have a passion for it? And, and it's you, you can talk to a guy and watch a guy wrestle. Uh, I've, I've had the luxury of, 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 you know, watching live wrestling and, and be around it. And now with YouTube, you can get, you can tell a guy's walk, his mannerisms. And when you have mm -hmm. discussions with him, if they're dialed into the business, the, today's world, uh, is, is to be a professional wrestler breaking in today. What an opportunity you have, because you can brand yourself. You can create an audience by yourself, you have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yep. Vine, uh, all these social media platforms that, that, you know, you used to get in and get, get be seen and, and hopefully get you a match. Uh, and then maybe one match turns into two matches and two matches. You might get a TV, but the most TV time now you can, you can expose yourself so much easier, easier today. Um, you know, that's not to say you're on, on raw or amped or, or impact or, or ring of honor or Lucha underground, but, but breaking through and, 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 and creating, uh, some notoriety, notoriety is much, much easier than it used to be. It definitely is. And I mean, kind of going along with that, you've got, you know, somebody like Zack Ryder who really took himself to another level yeah. uh, just by doing a little bit of a YouTube thing. And you, you'd mentioned that you didn't want to want to name drop, but we kind of have a little bit of a question here. We want to we want to name drop a little bit. We want to talk about uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa. Yeah. Uh, we've seen them on NXT, but we see as well that they're part of the uh, Global Force Wrestling roster. Um, are they still with Global Force or do you just kind of allow the talent to um, go to other things as well? 
Yeah, well, that again, it goes. It, it, it stands on my my, my, my philosophy that the and Gargano had a match uh, in Cleveland at our Grand Slam show uh, with Eric Young, and he, he tore the roof off. I can't say enough good things yeah. about him. But but Johnny and and um, multiple guys work for numerous promotions, and that's the nature of the beast in today's world. And I think it's very very healthy for wrestling. Oh, it definitely is. And you know what? For from a fan's perspective, we are so happy to see something like that so we we can see a show with you know these guys on it and then you know two days later when we watch tv we can see them on a different show and we can kind of see how they're working in and melding into all these different promotions now speaking of tv you said that you had taped 16 episodes already um are they going to be on tv or are you looking to do something more like like a wwe network kind of thing with global force we had a strategy call yesterday that 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 I don't I don't know if you can tell the excitement in my voice, but I'm super pardon the pun amped up. Uh, but no, I mean it. it you know we you we go. we have we have content and and in 2016 we'll begin the rollout. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's because it's one of those things that we've been working and working and working on. And 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 in today's world, if you don't have a multi-platform distribution method with a real laser focused strategy it's really hard to to, to not only launch a product uh, launch a brand launch a promotion it's hard to to consistently stay there because you know the the days of uh, i use the example two hours on monday with nitro and and two hours on wednesday with thunder and that's it those days are long gone and now yeah. it's now it's it's constant it's it, it has to be a constant and not you just can't be on we'll say twitter you got to have twitter instagram facebook tumblr uh, j- just all that youtube you've got to output as much content as possible on top of your 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 major distribution broadcast and, and, and cable but but you also you, you've got to be looking at other avenues and WWE it, it, it goes without saying the, as I said they're the 8,000 pound gorilla but the blueprint yeah. is there that, that their network and obviously they've got thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of, of archive footage but their original content that they churn out is is very impressive and that oh, is yes. it, it's not just wrestling you can look at NFL network or you can look at uh, major league uh, you know major league baseball their app is is incredible and and you know it's not just the major leagues it's all the minor leagues you can watch every minor league game through the, through that through the season so that's incredible. Uh, amount uh, of content that they distribute uh, throughout the year. And that's where you have to be as a brand. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, you mentioned that this day, this day and age, you know, really need to uh, move with the times so that you don't fall behind it. And definitely uh, seeing uh, something like the, the WWE network with with global force, I mean, it would be great because I mean, uh, you know, WWE, I mean, it's widely available here in Canada, but a lot of the other promotions, it, it's, 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 we've mentioned this several times before, it, it's hard for us to, to, to kind of watch this stuff legitimately, you know? So, yeah, we're having to, to go online to yeah. different websites to be able to watch uh, all of the, all exactly. of the stuff, right? So, so it's, it's hard for us to see TNA and for Ring of Honor and yeah. for, you know, when Global Force hits, you know, stuff like that, it's going to be hard for us. So, well, maybe and, not. Stay tuned. Well, there we go. I'm, 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 so. I'm excited. I, I would love to to have like a a global force th- on, on the internet like that because I mean WWE has such a stranglehold on, on the the mainstream, the, like the the cable television media form, right? So it, it, it'd be so hard to break into that market, right? So 
So we do have um, just a, probably a couple a couple more questions Go here. Um, you know, I'm actually going to put this one over to Joe. He actually has a question for you about one of your guitars. Oh, oh. That, well, this this is a, a one that, uh, you know, if I was ever able to talk to you, that I would definitely have to ask you. Now, the, the infamous guitar incident with you and Mula, I have to ask, was that her idea or was that your idea to do that spot? Uh, neither, and I'll, 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 okay. uh, I, I will say this: it was one for the ages. Yeah, uh, that that was back in the day. That that um, boy, I'm really dating myself. But it was much more. Vo- <laughs> vo- it was there was much more voicemail as opposed to text nowadays. You know, yeah. if, if that happened. Twitter would explode or, or something along those lines. Back oh, in yeah. those days, back in those days, it was, yeah, there were some texting, but, but voicemail was more. And I can remember, uh, you know, after, after that night's over, you go, you turn your phone on and I'm like, bing, 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 bing. It was, it was, uh, uh, and I told that story, uh, not on a podcast, but a buddy of mine was asking uh, yep. a couple of weeks ago after the Matt Hardy uh, situation, mm-hmm. he he brought that up and, and he's like, what, what, what was that? He, he, what, he was asking the same question you're asking, Joe. And <laughs> yeah. so it was, uh, it doesn't surprise me you ask about that because that was really a, you for the times, it was really like, did, did he really just hit a 70 year old woman with a guitar? Exactly. Uh, uh, did he really just do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. She's tough. She was a tough one. Yeah. And uh, even uh, around that same time with the, the Dudley Boys putting Mae Young through that table, that was done right around that same time period. I mean, those were just two tough broads. I mean, they were just sitting uh, <laughs> around for so long. And the, 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 you hitting her with that, that guitar, I mean, that, that just it stands out. It was like one of those moments I was just like, like you said, like, wow, did he really do that? You know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Now, uh, another question I have that I want to ask personally for myself here, uh, Jeff. Uh, in, when TNA uh, brought in uh, Hogan, Flair, and those kind of stuff, uh, do you feel that that was a positive thing for TNA? Or do, do you feel that maybe some of that money spent on some of those, uh, some of the uh, more legends, maybe some of that could have maybe been better put towards maybe getting new talent? What's your, what's I mean, your, your take on I, that? I mean, you know, and it's you guys as journalists to, to create controversy and ask questions that can be, you know, potentially misconstrued without question. Uh, I supported uh, uh, a thousand percent. Uh, was it executed like I, I was hoping it was going to be executed? Absolutely not. But but also hindsight's twenty twenty. The decision makers that made those decisions didn't say, hey, I'm going to make a wrong decision. Let's try this. They, they thought their decisions that they made were going to be good uh, and, and turn out. It, things just didn't turn out. And, and, you know, there was a lot of obviously extenuating circumstances as the months and years rolled on. But, but you know, to get it, the, 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 the walking, talking, most famous professional wrestler on the planet to be a part of your brand, uh, I, I would really, really, at that time in, in, in late, you know, 2009, 2010, I would really love to hear the argument on the other side, the downside to making him a part of the brand. Now, once he got there and did things, uh, like all of wrestling, it can be completely debatable. But to bring him in, it was a no-brainer. So whose idea was it for the guitar gimmick? Yeah, it just evolved over the years. And, and in 1992, I mean, 1993, when I you know came on the scene, I had wrestled in, in, in obviously in Tennessee and Japan and Texas and Puerto Rico. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, b- before I hit the national stage, and then Vince sat down and, and, and the persona, I'm from Nashville. I love country music. It was just a natural fit. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Now, another question from one of our fans here. Any plans to go to Chile? To go to Chile? If the, if the invite's there, I'd love to go. So do you have one more match in you? 
or was the King of the Mountain a send off of sorts for you? I, I got to think, you know, I never thought that opportunity would present itself, but but I am much more, you know, focused on promoting uh, the Global Force Wrestling and, and, and lifting the brand. Uh, although, you know, I went to the UK uh, and, and we partnered with, with promoters uh, for two shows uh, at the end of October. And as we were cutting that deal back in the summer, uh, the promoter just assumed I was wrestling. And I said, no, I don't wrestle on my global force wrestling shows. I, I promote. And he said, well, that's a deal breaker. I'm like, all right. So, so I understand that, 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 you know, my tenure and, and my longevity in the business and, and, you know, wrestle Cade promoters came to me and, and that was great exposure for global force wrestling. They wanted to put that match out of all the years and how ironic and how close me and Jeff Hardy have been over the years. Uh, ironic that me and Matt had never, ever wrestled each other. So that was a unique first time. And, and so that, that appealed to me. And then going to Poughkeepsie and Rahway, uh, in the month of January next month to kick off global force wrestling, uh, shows in the Northeast. And, 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 and when I'm talking we, and we, again, on all of these shows, we're partnering with, with different folks, uh, the, the mid Hudson civic center, uh, in Poughkeepsie, uh, I've known management there for years and years. And, and as they were talking and, and that's actually where double J first debuted for the WWF back in 93. Mm-hmm. So we think it's appropriate for me to wrestle in, in that market. And then, uh, at, with pro wrestling syndicate, I'm headed up to Rahway tomorrow where we're going to officially kick off uh, that co-promotion. And so I've wrestled for those guys. They're great management, great promotion. And so, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at wrestling there as well. So you can go to, uh, uh, you can go to at GFW wrestling, get all the information tickets are on sale now, but, uh, uh, I don't really think King of the mountain was obviously not my complete send off, but, uh, it was a unique time. All right. Now, if possible, could we get a J E double F promo? for us and also one of our listeners would like you to wish them a happy birthday well lexi happy birthday i don't know if i can give you the double j but but definitely happy birthday all right uh my last question uh, from uh, somebody that i know that uh, wanted me to ask uh, this question if uh, wwe ever came knocking to get into the hall of fame would you uh, accept that nomination uh, with you being uh, kind of doing your own thing now it's funny. I've been asked this question, uh, you know, and I, I guess we're about to get into that season. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think about things that I mean, there's one man controls that and there's yep. one man only. So mm-hmm. if the opportunity presented itself, obviously you, you, you'd have to look at that opportunity. But mm-hmm. I don't spend my time uh, wondering if uh, I, I see I'll say this. I seriously doubt uh, that's in the plans. <laughs> Oh, All right. Sure. Well, we do have just two quick last little things yeah. here. If possible, we actually have the Sioux Area Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, DC oh. Wild, is in the chat room here. And he, he asked if you could call him a slap nuts. <laughs> and what is his name? His name is DC Wild. DC Wild, why don't you choke on that, slap nut? There we go. <laughs> and last thing that we just want to, last thing we'd love to get from you, um, we know that you, um, you know, I held tech team championships with Owen Hart and yes. that you spent a lot of time yes. with Owen. Is there uh, one particular story that you would like mm. to share about Owen Hart with us? That's a good way to know. I, I get this asked probably every interview or podcast I do. <laughs> and I've sort of made it a point, and I've done this for several years now, is that I'll let other guys tell the funny stories because there are plenty to go around. Yes. But I like to take every opportunity that somebody asked me about on, uh, Owen is 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 the the kind of yes he was a great wrestler 
without question. And, and one of the funniest guys I've ever met, great sense of humor, but, but the integrity, the type of man he was, the type of husband, father, uh, family man, friend, uh, coworker, he, he, he had more integrity in his pinky than most people have in, in their entire body for a lifetime. Absolutely. So he, 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 he was just such a special guy. And, and that's how I like to remember Owen. And that's what I, I like to talk about when I get the opportunity or, or ask about Owen. Perfect. Well, we Very really well appreciate it. God bless Owen Hart and God bless you as well. Amen.